The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. You are listening to Bet MEFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. It's been a while. You can follow Bet MEFC on Twitter at Bet MEFC. That's at Bet MEFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. 
Before we look ahead to the Manchester derby, I want to look back at how Manchester United have started the season so far. So currently we have played six games in the league. We have won four and lost two. This coming off the back of losing our first two games. Obviously, that was a disastrous start to the season. This came off the back of some decent pre-season results. And at the very least, we entered the season with an identity. That was until the final week of pre-season where Anthony Martial got injured. We then had to shoehorn Cristiano Ronaldo into friendly games. We then had the incident where players left at half-time during one of the friendlies at Old Trafford. So we entered the, the season with a cloud hanging over us, a cloud of controversy after hammering Liverpool in the pre-season and looking decent in our pre-season games over in Australia and Thailand. We then came into the season with that cloud hanging over us. We then started with a 2-1 home defeat against Brighton. Milano, Welbeck makes the move to the right. He looks the other way though. This is Solly March. The most concerning thing about that Brighton result was the fact that Manchester United seemingly abandoned everything that they did in the pre-season. They didn't know how to keep possession. They didn't attack with a pacey front three. We had uh, Martial out. We had to bring on Cristiano Ronaldo very early in the second half. We played Christian Eriksen out, out wide at times. We played Bruno Fernandes in a number nine position. Uh, Lissandro Martinez looked very, very out of his depth in the opening game. And after that, things got even worse. Man United started with back-to-back defeats. And the second one was an absolute humiliation. A 4-0 defeat away to Brentford where we were 4-0 down at half-time and after just two games, people were already questioning the appointment of Eric Ten Hag. We then entered the game against Liverpool as massive underdogs at Old Trafford. However, there was some hope. Liverpool had not made a strong start to the season. They themselves only had two points from their first two games, dropping points on the opening day away to Fulham. But it seemed inevitable inevitable to many that they would come good against Manchester United. Liverpool dominated Manchester United last season by an aggregate scoreline of 9-0 across the two games. However, Eric Ten Hag made some very, very interesting changes. Over the summer, he announced to the disappointment of many Man United fans that Harry Maguire was going to remain as the captain. This meant that Harry Maguire could automatically start every game as the captain, meaning that it was easy 
either going to be his new signing, Martinez, or Rafa Varane starting in the back line. Also, there was a place, a regular place for Luke Shaw and Fred and McTominay continued as the holding midfield pairing. This was all changed. Maguire didn't start. Cristiano Ronaldo did not start, despite being fit and starting against Brentford. He was dropped from the side. Manchester United decided to go with a pacey front three, and they decided to go with the combination of Rafa Varane and Lissandro Martinez for this game. And what a difference it made as Manchester United got their season up and running at home to Liverpool at Old Trafford in front of an incredible crowd who had planned to stage a huge protest against the Glazers. It was automatically assumed that we would lose this game and the vitriol and the hate was going to spew over and the protests were going to be the main takeaway from this. There was even talks about abandoning this game and in the end, nobody was talking about that and that doesn't mean we've forgotten about the Glazers. It doesn't mean the Glazers don't need to go. They do need to go. But on this particular night, it was all about bouncing back and getting this massive win against Liverpool. Relentless Reds at the moment. This was one of the most incredible results of the season. Not because it's incredible that Manchester United beat Liverpool. It's incredible off the back of losing 4-0 against Brentford and looking that bad. And then coming into the game, making those changes. Yes, of course, they were going to make some positive difference, in my opinion. I was happy to see them. But I didn't think we would go from losing 4-0 to winning 2-1 against Liverpool. I thought we would be competitive. I liked us not to lose and to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. That's how disrespected Manchester United were. That's how far they had sunk. Not only were they 40-1 to to win the league at the start of the season, they dropped out to 6-1 to to even make the top four after losing the first two games. Obviously, that price is no longer available as this did lead to a Manchester United resurgence where they beat Liverpool and outran Liverpool. They outran this Liverpool. Liverpool team and quite frankly they should have gone in at half time three or four goals up it was an incredible performance but how would they follow it up over the years these kind of performances have been followed up by a letdown so it was crucial to go away to Southampton and get the win they did exactly that it wasn't a great performance but as I've said many times across this season when you go away to Southampton you have to face a tough battle and if you don't put in 100% and Southampton 
Southampton put in 100%, there is the potential there that they will beat you, as Chelsea found out earlier on in the season. While Manchester United matched them for effort and having the better players, they were able to create the definitive moment that won the game through Bruno Fernandes giving Manchester United back-to-back wins after beating Liverpool by two goals to one just five days before that. Sancho with the ball on to Dallow. Fizzes the ball into Bruno Fernandes. What a finish. Outstanding finish from the Manchester United captain who just walked onto that and smashed it into the back of the Southampton net. It's Southampton nil. Manchester United won Bruno Fernandes. Yes, a goal from the new captain, Bruno Fernandes. And all looked well. They followed that up by winning a scrappy 1-0 against Leicester. And then we had the game that we featured at the top of the show. You heard the audio at the top of the show. Man United coming back into the game against Arsenal. They were 1-0 up. Then Arsenal dominated that game, got themselves level, and it looked like only one winner. But Manchester United managed to ride that out. And in the end, we stole the points in a game where we looked second best but we utilised the counter-attack perfectly, perfectly utilised Marcus Rashford, who looks like a different player this season, and got ourselves a 3-1 win against Arsenal, and that is still Arsenal's only defeat of the season as Arsenal beat Tottenham today by three goals to one in the North London derby. Aside from that, we have split our games in the Europa League, did not put out a full-strength team against Real Sociedad. It was still a strong team, but it was back to what we saw last season, shoehorning Ronaldo into the team, trying to play for him, not having that pace up front. And it does categorically look like Cristiano Ronaldo is a disruption to this team, much like the Juventus supporters said that he was at Juventus. It does look like we are far better without Harry Maguire. We are far more settled with um, with Martinez and Varane. And the signing of Casemiro seems to have reinvigorated Scott McTominay, who looks like a completely different player. So it'll be very, very interesting to see if McTominay keeps his place for the Manchester derby or whether Casemiro will finally start in the Premier League. We also saw Anthony grab a debut goal against Arsenal. He did not play particularly well. It does look like it's going to take some time for Anthony to settle. But all in all, a very, very good start to the season after a disastrous opening two games as Manchester United approach the Manchester derby against Manchester City tomorrow. Before we look at that game, let me take a second out to tell you guys about Winbet. If you've ever thought about joining Winbet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Winbet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, Winbet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select, build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where play for winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you guys about promoguide.us because promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV 
TV betting strategies. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all of this is that Primer Guys run by a small team of passionate, dedicated sports fans, and they are dedicated to building you a better bet- betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked and transparent proven method for smarter betting. So make sure you check this out. It's promoguy.us. That's promoguy.us. Let me also take a second out to tell you guys about No House Advantage because they are changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick and contest versus other people for your chance to win 250k plus in cash. Sign up now with our promo code SGPN at No House Advantage or download the app to get your first deposit match up to $25. Let me also tell you guys about Babbel. If you're like me and there's a foreign language you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to learn it with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross that learning, cross learning that new language off your bucket list. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Let me also so finally take a second out to tell you guys about Odds Trader because that's the place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions for sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides you stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed decisions possible. It also gives you a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. To head to get all this, head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets so looking ahead to the Manchester derby tomorrow it's actually been a month since Man United played in the Premier League not ideal would be better if um, we had this after the game against Brentford where it looked like we needed to regroup but we had all the momentum in the world off the back of four straight wins we still go into this game off the back of four straight wins. But ultimately, it has been like another pre-season. We've also had the disruption of the international break. Um, we've seen Harry Maguire injured during the international break. We've seen Ronaldo suffer a, a serious facial injury, a nose injury. But um, these are two players that don't play anyway. We've also seen um, Lissandra Martinez go away with Argentina and extend his, his unbeaten record. We've seen Varane go away f- uh, with France and not injured. We've seen Luke Shaw get some game time for England. We've had Jaden Sancho at home training. He didn't make the England squad. We've had Marcus Rashford in recovery and Martial in recovery. They could both be in the squad for the game tomorrow. Bruno Fernandes went away with Portugal, as did Diego Dallo, and both played really, really well in a 4-0 win against the Czech Republic. So it hasn't been entirely negative. We would rather it didn't happen, but hopefully Manchester United can pick up where they left off. Obviously, this is the real test, and the bookies don't fancy us to pass it, which is why Manchester City are the 1-3, minus 300 favourites to win the game tomorrow. It's 9-2 on the draw and it's 7-1 to on Man United. It would be interesting if Eric Ten Hag actually got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on the phone because Solskjaer, despite the fact that he isn't a top-level manager and some say he took Manchester United backwards during his time, he did 
seem to find a way to always get a positive result against Manchester City. He had a phenomenal record against Manchester City. Obviously, I'm, I'm being facetious. Eric Ten Hag isn't going to call um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for advice. But there is something to be said about the way we set up in those games. And Manchester United do need to go into this game, I feel, tomorrow and implement a, um, a counter-attacking style, something that they can do effectively and something that they've previously done effectively against Manchester City. All the stats here, despite the fact we come into this with four straight Premier League wins, do favour Manchester City, who are just a goal-scoring machine and they have a goal-scoring machine up front in Erling Haaland. City come into this having scored 27 goals across their last eight matches with Erling Haaland scoring in six of his first seven Premier League games, only not scoring against Bournemouth. If Man United want to stay in this game and remain competitive, they have to be tight in the first half. United have conceded 75% of their goals this season in the first half although of course four of those came against Brentford I think this is going to be a tough ask City have won their last seven Premier League home games scoring at least three goals each time and um, if they score three goals against this United defence tomorrow it's very very likely that they will win the game before we listen to what Eric Ten Hag had to say about this game in his recent press conference, let me take a second out to tell you guys here about the Elias Game Plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday? That's because it's the NFL season, our favourite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around a water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. So to get involved and start making the most of this data immediately to elevate your NFL season today, download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now I have a special offer for you when you subscribe. You get 15% off your annual subscription, but only when you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. And finally, if you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sport and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favourite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. There's no contract. No commitment and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FubuTV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FubuTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. First of all, congratulations on the Manager of the Month Award. What does that say about what you're achieving as a group and, and Marcus as well as the player? You see it right. Uh, what we achieve as a group, we, we did it together, but only uh, um, it tells us we are in the right direction, but tells further on nothing. Huh? We, this, that short in the season, um, we know there is a lot of space for improvement. We have to improve, and, but uh, it gives us um, uh, just positive that we are in the right direction, but it tells us also we have to work really hard to get uh, to a higher level with injuries and absentees for the City game, um, the situation is following that um, Harry Maguire is injured, um, and I think for the rest we have some some doubts with um, uh, Anthony Marshall, but he was training all week 
um, with the group, so we're really happy with that situation. And he's performing really well in training. He makes a, a good impression. Uh, Rashford, he returns into training. Um, so also we are happy with that. And for the rest, maybe, I think for the rest, only the long, longer-term injuries like Axel, Tuanseba, Brandon Williams, um, they are not available. Uh, Harry Maguire, a lot is said about Harry Maguire, and I appreciate he's not going to play in this game. But do you have to be protective of him? Because it seems as though anything that goes wrong, he'll get blamed for it, whether he's directly responsible or not. There's so much written about him. Most of it is negative. Most on social media at the moment is negative. Do you have to defend him? Do you have to protect him? First of all, uh, of course, I have to coach him. I have to to back him. Um, but I back him because I believe in him. And um, and uh, in the period I was work, uh, I work with him, uh, precision was good. Was I think we would say really good training and games. So then he he fall out. But that has also to do with the good performance from the centre backs who are playing now. But I can see the qualities. And even after he was not in the team, he trained really well. But what more important, the quality was really there. And uh, you see his career. Uh, he's I think almost 50 caps for England. Uh, he already. Uh, with Leicester, with Man United, he, he's performing really well. So what you see, he has a high potential, and it's all. And then it's about him, uh, the, the players in the dressing room, the coaches, the manager. We all believe in him, and now it's about him. And that is what I, I taught him, uh, and we, I'm sure he can do it, and he will turn around this. I, I'm really convinced of that. Just in terms of Manchester City, most people would regard them as the benchmark for every other club in the Premier League. What is your view going going there and facing Guardiola and, and facing that team? I, the approach is from us and look to ourselves. And, um, and the approach for Man United is we want to win African. And that message I already told several times here. So the aim for Sunday is nothing else. Huh? We uh, we have to, to to perform our best, and we have to um, uh, out of our uh, way of play, our rules, our principle. We have to do it our best, and of course we will. Uh, we make a, a good game plan, and then it's about the execution, and we have to do it. Uh, we know that if we want to get a result, and we want to get a result, we have to do it 100% well. Um, Eric, what do you know about Manchester Derby and what's it mean to you to be involved in it? I play many derbies <laughs> and, 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 um, and I know what, what derbies, what, what they are, uh, what rivals, um, uh, what they are doing with each other. And I think, and I know it's the m most important game uh, here in Manchester area uh, for the fans. And, uh, and it, it excites me. <laughs> you want to be involved in such games. Uh, it gives uh, such a good vibe. It gives so much energy. And uh, you do everything to win that game, clear. Question that's been posed to a number of managers over the first six, seven weeks of the season. No one yet has been able to come up 
with a definitive answer, how do you prepare for a player with the characteristics and ability of Erling Haaland? It's, it's we don't play against Haaland, we play against Man City. And they have a team and, and more than 11 players, eh, but we have also, and we are conf convinced of our capabilities. And if we act as a team, um, uh, in and out of position, uh, then, then you can beat such opponents. And that is the belief where we have to, uh, to, to, to get with us when we, when we line up, eh, when we start the game eh, and we need it over more than 90 minutes and they clear. Yeah, he addressed the Haaland question there. And um, what was interesting was when Martinez was uh, receiving criticism at the start of the season, people were saying that um, what's going to happen when he faces Erling Haaland? What's going to happen when this five foot nine centre back or five foot eight centre back even goes up against Haaland? Haaland's going to destroy him. Well, they've already played, and the scoreline was Ajax four, Borussia Dortmund nil. So Haaland didn't do jack shit last time he played against Martinez and his team lost by four goals to nil. Not saying that's going to happen tomorrow, but history dictates that it's not going to be as straightforward as these pundits suggested that it would be when uh, Haaland comes up against Martinez tomorrow. Gun to my head, if I was to pick a winner, I would say that City probably do win the game tomorrow. I don't think the layoff has been favourable to Manchester United, but the price of one to three is a little bit crazy in my eyes. I don't see Manchester City currently being a 1-300 to favourite against Manchester United. They have shown vulnerabilities as of late. They haven't won every game this season. They conceded three goals against Newcastle. Newcastle did a lot of that on the counter-attack, which is what Man United will be looking to do tomorrow. And they failed to beat Aston Villa at Villa Park as well. They drew 1-1 there. In addition to all of that, Manchester City looked very, very average for 80 minutes against Borussia Dortmund. Obviously, Borussia Dortmund knew how to keep Erling Haaland quiet. But the fact that it's become so important to keep Erling Haaland quiet would be something that concerns Pep Guardiola because I don't think he wanted to be a, a manager who relied so much on Haaland. When they signed Haaland for this money, I think Manchester City would have wanted to play pretty much the same way, but just have the player there that could get them over the line in the Champions League. He could score a goal where they were finding it difficult to penetrate a low block, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Haaland does seem to be scoring a vast majority of the goals. And as we saw against Dortmund, when he was kept quiet, Manchester City didn't do anything in that game for 81 minutes. It's for that reason, my main selection for this game will be to take Manchester United to avoid a hefty defeat tomorrow. Now, we can get Manchester United with plus one and a half goals here at 10 to 11 minus 110. I think that offers us some really, really good value because we don't need Man United to get anything from this game. We don't need Man United to win. We don't need Man United to draw. In fact, Man United can lose. And as long as they don't lose by two goals or more, you will cash this selection. I think initially, as I said, it's key for Man United not to concede in the first half. I think they will sit in deep and they'll try and hit Manchester City on the counter-attack. And therefore, if you 
you play that kind of strategy and uh, you try to keep Erling Haaland quiet and you succeed at it, you're in a very, very good position to nick this game or at the very least not suffer a, a severe loss. I think Man United will score in this game and therefore if City are going to cover this handicap, they'll need to score three times. Obviously, the data suggests that we looked at when we started building up to this game that they are more than capable of scoring three times. But I think it will be a massive setback to score against this defensive line that have looked so solid as of late, conceding just two goals in the last four games, including two clean sheets in the last two away games against Leicester and Southampton. So your selection for this game is going to be Manchester United plus 1.5. Another way to play this if you really fancy Manchester City would be to take City, but adding on the under four and a half goals. I don't see five goals in this game. I see it being cagey with Man United sitting in that low block and trying to steal the game on the counter-attack. That's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.